you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Julian Edelman, I believe, will be making it as the oh, MVP. Oh, really? That's my MVP pick. Julian Edelman, yes. MVP of Super MVP Bowl 53. Yep. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program. Available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Give you your own show, not that rubbish Dame Shack fellow. You were a seer there, handsome. You did say Julian Edelman. Hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek football program. Seated to my immediate left there, the voice you just heard. He's no longer a resident Miami Dolphins fan, but he is here to help us chop up what we saw all week long in Atlanta, and more importantly at this point, start projecting ahead. It's uh, enough's enough already. The parade's been done. What more do we have to say about the 2018 season? No, we have to figure out 2019, not just the game of football, but the game of life. Um, like I say, I hope all's well wherever you are, but Studio 66, we're ready to roll with a proper introduction of Handsome Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thank you, Dave. Is that right? Yeah, I am. I seem I've, a little low. No, I'm not low. No, gosh, no, not low. I'm a little tired after Super Bowl. So we, we, you know, Super Bowl week, you burn the candle at both ends. You're working hard. But Dave, mm. you're also, you know, you're playing hard too, aren't you? Me? Everyone. No, I like to, I like to turn in around uh, about 10 p.m. or thereabouts. You, you know, did have a, you, know you did me? have a 14 hour sleep. Oh, famously. 12 hour and it, sleep. It, it, came, it came shortly after you and I had, had dinner together. That's right. And then you. And I feel like maybe my conversation put you to sleep for 12 hours. But anyway. The so, human uh, sleeping pill. Handsome exactly. Hank. So then I. Mike, will I will do your ads. My boy will be terrific as your pitch man. <laughs> um, by the way, number two from the Atlanta Falcons, Matt Ryan. Caught up Ooh. with him in Atlanta. You'll hear that sound, and uh, I'm pleased to report it is not about what the Super Bowl is going to be. No, we talked about the Atlanta Falcons and other right. important issues in the NFC uh, South. We'll let you hear that in just a little bit. I find him as usual. I've met him now a few times. Delightful fellow. Nice guy. Very unassuming for being the main man in a in a gigantic sports town. Anxious to get over the hump. That town is the most star-crossed, uh, I think, of all sports towns just about at this point. But anyway, we chopped it up with two, so uh, stick around for that. Now, handsome, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, so what I was saying is that, you know, we it was a long week, and then I had made a plan which looked good on paper, which was to move house on Monday oh, following that's right. Super Bowl. Muzzle so I, on the I, new I, digs. I flew back from Atlanta pretty early in the morning. It certainly felt very early in the morning. And did uh, Kamish Goodell co-sign your lease? Or, he did or, not. Or, no, no. Uh, it's called your mortgage. But we, uh, I and I developed a cold on the flight. You know when you mm. can just feel yourself coming down with something. Yeah. And then I arrived in LA and it was pouring with rain, so much rain. And then I had to move house on Monday and Tuesday. Wait, when did you get in? I landed at ten thirty a.m. and I was and as I landed. My ha when I got to the house that I used to live in, it was empty and all the bo and furniture was being removed from there. And then, I mean, it was I didn't have time for my feet to hit the ground. I was then carrying boxes and moving stuff and unloading boxes for seventy two hours. Wow! And now I'm here back at work. Wow, Brawny, look at you. Yes. Talk about yeah, yeah. burning it at both ends. Exactly. Also, finding things uh, completely empty. Um, Jared Goff, a lot of people seem to be acting as though, like, yes, 
empty out his locker, man. He blew it in the Super Bowl. We chopped that up right. with our pal Matt Money Smith, who made How some is money? great is he points. Okay? He's terrific. He's a little sad that he missed our annual get-together, our culinary tour across football America, specifically at Super Bowls. And um, we had a, we, you and me had a delicious steak, didn't we? We did have a good steak at Ray's Steakhouse um, in Atlanta on Peachtree Street. One yes, of many that, of the Peachtree Streets. It was good. And, what, what you know, enough with that. It was very confusing. Both the hotels that we, we, we stayed at, the, there were two hotels by the same brand, and they're both on Peachtree, except one's on Peachtree Street and the other one's on Peachtree Ave. Like, what? Well, what, the, what how important? My, and, how and my, those are, what, a street apart? It's like, yes. come on, guys. Come up with some other names. Yes. If you want to do what fruits, Dave Damashek is, is, you know, he can help you name all your streets. Maybe they could have just done like a, um, they should have done like whoever wins the Super Bowl MVP. That gets, that replaces Peachtree. Because now I've claimed ownership on some level here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Edelman you Row. the town. Edelman Row. Yeah. Something like that. Go for that. Um, so anyway, yes, uh, do go back and listen to the earlier episode of uh, DDFP this week. And by the way, if you want to see all the stuff we did from must-win game down on the field, great time, uh, Kibitzin, with my new friend, Tom Brady. He loves me now. He does love you. I yeah. heard him say it. Thank you. Um, and, uh, and you know, all that stuff. And then uh, the red carpet at the honors. And then I tried the jersey exchange with the Patriots. But those— They didn't uh, really go for that, did they? I mean, I thought they were fancy pantses. I thought they could do without their jerseys, right. but no. no. Oh, no, I better keep this one. It's a Super Bowl jersey. Like, all right, then I guess you ain't hip. Yeah. You don't know Dave, I'm not that. one to blow sunshine up your butt, but what I would say is you I'd had, you you had your best Super Bowl ever. I agree. I really I thought, feel like you came away. I mean, Edelman narrowly edged you as the MVP of, of last week. Oh, stop it, you. Wade Phillips, though, probably agrees with you. Yeah, everything from Wade Phillips to the work you did on the red carpet at NFL Honors was, I agree. was fantastic. I agree. It was terrific. No, I said— And Emma I, did a lot of it as well. Emma and Ricky Hollywood and, and Eddie back Bartlett. Here. Like, sometimes here's the thing. You have to have the spine of the team. The te- You know, the t- there's the team. There's the fancy, mm-hmm. the fancy stars, the ones that get interviewed by their lockers. But there's one guy, you know, there's a long snapper or a punter or a, a backup guard that doesn't necessarily get the limelight, but mm. but deserves. That's what Eddie Spaghetti is. He's That's the it. backup guard. He's the now, backup I, guard alongside. He's the Matt Slater of the past week. I give him the MVP of the week. I, I announced it on the last one at mm. the end of the show. Now we'll say it near the top. I thought he was the MVP. He's back here. Yeah. We're all out there tripping the right. light. Fantastic. Emma's at, Emma was at parties until 4 or 5 a.m., rolled in, drunk we went, every morning. Yeah, she had, Emma VP's out they're dancing right but literally bumping hips on the dance floor with emily grinding, radikowski grinding with 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 uh, literally with em- emily radikowski and, and that's how Bart- it went down yeah and uh spaghetti's back there sitting next to a computer right looking at, <laughs> looking at me looking looking into the into the black mirror who wins that one well i mean both really uh, yeah. um so handsome it was a good trip for you yeah, I liked it. You had, I saw you. Handsome has now. We all have surreal lives. I, I really do. Uh, cheese ball or whatever. I got to get cheese ball because I've spoken out against cheese ball. Cheesy, hammy, and corny. Mm-hmm. Are those are all intended as insults? Yeah, but it's but good. they're all three delicious foods. Right. I don't understand who Which decided one? that. Yep. Saccharin. Now that's bad. Sugar. That's yep. bad. Un, uh, unhealthy sugar. Yeah. However, whether this is saccharin or not. I can't believe that we get to do what we do. I can't I'm, believe yeah. that Handsome and I take now an annual photograph, two schnooks, one one from England. I mean, I'm you know, uh, you know what? Do, you have one no bet. What are you doing at our game? What, what are you doing at our thing? What are you doing at the big game? You know, right. same thing for me. Right. Von Miller looks me in the eyes, and I can just see what he's thinking. You know, you, you know, but um. It's crazy that we that we stand there and they like the players are going by. I just I can't get over it. I yeah. I, I am unironically overwhelmed by that. The Super Bowl. I just can't believe that that's what we're Unbelievable. Doing. You know, it's weird. I saw Emma down there as well. Emma was there. She stood right in the middle. In fact, that's one of the ones you got to check out at NFL.com uh, slash DDFP. Emma VP found herself. We were like it. It was really that was that's not the life for me. I know that. I'm glad I've never been one of those guys who has to go into the locker room after games and stuff like that. That that crush of sweaty humanity mm-hmm. ain't 
ain't I ain't cut out for that. I it's just I don't like that. Everybody push in and where they have to get to is more important. Well, but their right to go and ask a question is more important than your right. Yeah. And they push you and all that crap. So here comes Gronk and um and all of a sudden, Emma VP finds herself surrounded by the entire Gronk family, almost literally. I mean, like generations in, of the in, Gronk family. Right. And they're all giant human beings. Even the babies are bigger than Emma VP. That the, <laughs> that, that they're and she's in the middle of it. And they're all just start like, who, who, who start jumping up and down like that. And just Emma VP standing in the middle of it. Did you not join in? No, she wept. I filmed it. I got it all on tape. You should have joined in. I should have. I would have liked there. to have you. Who? I did. I was standing like I was two people deep back from where you. Oh, you guys could see were, all that. I watched. I watched oh, yeah. all that happening, and I, I did see them jumping up. I and got down a nice like pan to Dave in there. It was perfect. He <laughs> nice. was part of it too. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. She knows Dave, how to feed looking the not ego. Not at all awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and also the um, yeah. I mean all that stuff. You know. You know. I I, I tweeted it out the other day. The uh, James Devlin running around with his two little boys. Yeah, I mean, that must be awesome. two and three years yeah. of age. They're just having the best time in the world. Yeah, I was just. It's so great to see that people you know always what? say you hate oh you hate the patriots like yeah and i don't like them as a steelers fan to have the same number but you'd have to be a weirdo to stand there and be like yeah i hate these guys they're right. terrible guys they're joyous they have families they're human beings as it turns out you my, know? Other, my other favorite moment was you know how you watch some like i guess true detective or luther have you ever watched I've been, luther? no you've told me i have to but first i have you to should. get all the way the problem for me with true detective season three is i'm enjoying it but i'm also falling asleep every time i try to watch i haven't it. i haven't started watching it yet. i'm stuck on episode three i've given it um about four times now and it's not that i'm not enjoying it i just find myself like asleep on the couch trying yeah. to catch it spaghetti you've been watching it right it's awesome it's as good as season one I, the acting is phenomenal. I'm sure it's good. Why do you have so that tone in your Dave's voice? Because if you saying you fall asleep four times on it, it's kind of like a knock against it. I, I guess what, Spaghetti? Why don't you go out and make uh, four babies? You know, then we'll see what you're doing. <laughs> if you make that's four the, babies, I suspect yeah. you're going to fall asleep yeah, a little why, bit more than you do. That's how you watch True Detective. You, I, to watch True Detective, you have to go out and make four babies no, first. No, what he's saying. Uh, what he's don't saying, be dumb. Don't be difficult, Eddie. He's saying that life is harder, and I can, I've only made three babies. I plan on making no more. Because I've seen what can happen if you like see what happened to Dave's body after he mm. had his fourth child. Um, but I let I, myself but go exactly. Let himself go. But I do understand it, it gets exhausting. You'll you'll learn. But what I was going to say, you know how in those shows you watch the shows and then at the end you discover who the who the bad person is, had terrible intentions and done awful things, and you're like, oh, I remember seeing them the first time, and you see them, and then you're like. Yeah, they did have a weird look on their face. The picture of Emma with John Hamm, she has the look on her face of someone who's about to who who is plotting something terrible on someone else. All of Hollywood <laughs> shut down today as the search for John, John Hamm continues. And then he's in like a dark basement and there's pictures of him all over the wall and stuff like that. Just I can imagine that might be the I was just excited. Big Hamm. big smile on my face, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. No malice there. <laughs> no, definitely no malice. Last seen um, a nearby improv class. Yeah. <laughs> Emma VP. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was your highlight, Emma VP. Definitely. Yeah. And meeting Kimmy Schmidt on the sideline, that was pretty cool. Oh yeah, we talked to Kimmy Schmidt as well. That didn't look neat. like she was actually. You were actually talking with her. I find the, the, the background of a video that you find Emma VP uh, at uh, at Emma at the Emma VP, and uh, you'll see what she's talking about. She did an interview ish with uh, Kimmy Schmidt down there. Anyway, my highlight. Wait, how about Wade Phillips wearing the wearing Bum Phillips clothes? That, that was like, fantastic. That is one of my greatest achievements yep. in my career. That's a, that's top five in my career that Wade, um, that Wade uh, dressed like his father at my behest. All right, let's talk about some football here. Spaghetti has taken uh, the time to put together a rundown for us and his rundowns. You know, sometimes we just eschew them and, uh, and roll with, uh, you know, with what's going on between our own heads. I say today we honor him as our MVP of Super Bowl week and we just read straight down his list. What do you think of that? Sure, let's okay. do it. Number one, actually, Spaghetti, why don't you introduce them? Uh, sure. Uh, number one, uh, and I will say that Emma did help make uh, make this with me, so okay. uh, it's also hers. Uh, number one, 2019 <laughs> QB Carousel, Day's proposal alongside Bill Barnwell, Mina Kimes, on car to the Jags, full to the Raiders. A quick update, though, with this. I don't know if you saw uh, Dale and Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks, the last move the sticks. Their prediction, and I'm not sure if they heard something from someone, but they said they'd be surprised if Foles is not a Jaguar. 
So that might change number one. Ha, huh, that must be because I said that this is the new 2019 free agent QB accord and Barnwell quickly responded, I'm now out. I'm now withdrawing from that accord because I have new news on that. Maybe that's correct. I think, though, that John Filippo. this is all Bucky Brooks told Speaking of uh, of Bucky, he taught us many moons ago that the NFL is a profession and just like every other profession, it has to do with relationships. People are comfortable bringing in people that they've worked with successfully in the past and get along with. And De- and Derek Carr and John Filippo love each other. That's that's my math on mm. that one. And I, I don't think I just and it's all as far as that goes. The other side of that is John Gruden didn't uh, you know, he didn't draft didn't Derek draft Carr. Derek that's not Carr. his guy. Perhaps he wants to bring his own. He has all those draft picks. Maybe he wants to get another one to get who knows Kyler Murray or somebody else. Yep. What do you well, think? Let's um, play the game. Let's okay. spin the wheel. Let's well, so spin should, the should wheel. Should we do teams or yes. should we do players? So you're going to say, where is Nick Foles going to go? Or are you going to say, who is going to be That's the That's up to spaghetti. You started off. what would off. you like to do? I think Foles, I, I... No, you misheard the question. No, what I was going to say is I think that... I don't think Carr is getting moved. And I think that Foles is the guy that's moving. So I think the carousel starts with Foles and kind of okay, goes so after Foles. that. Okay, so Foles. Well, I, I'm hoping for Derek Carr to get a new start. I don't Derek think Carr Denver makes any sense. Derek Carr is going to be he's a Raider. Raider. Please, I believe he's a yeah. Raider. Next. Okay, next, Dwayne Haskins. Giants? Giants. That makes sense, right? Spaghetti, we're in on that? I think so. Okay, Jags. Are we going to go Nick Foles down there? Let's send Foles to the Jags. I think he's a Jag, but I also think they still might draft a quarterback. I don't love that fit. Nick Foles is loose with the ball. That's not what the Jags need. Is that really what uh, what they're looking to do? I they're mean, in win now mode. I think the tw- the AFC Championship game from two years ago got in their heads. So, like, if we get a quarterback and we have the pieces, then they might go BPA at seven. How about Bengals? I think, well, actually, I would say Teddy Bridgewater makes sense to the Jags. If you want somebody, if you're going to play the kind of ball that they have played the last couple of years, you would think Teddy Bridgewater is the perfect fit there. Takes mm-hmm. care of the ball. An Alex Smith type, not as mobile, but. Uh, it, it, See, I was, I was going to send Teddy to the Dolphins. Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. That's not very splashy. I don't. I, I, that's exactly what I want for the Dolphins. No, you notice I did. You notice I didn't uh, refer no. to you as our resident. Well, that's Dolphins why I fan. say that. That's why I'm saying, um, whatever I just said. The, I don't think that I, I don't want the Dolphins. The Bengals, the one game. I think that they should do again. New, uh, no new coaching staff there. Who knows how this all play out? What we do know is that Andy Dalton, in all his time there, and put it on Marv if you want to. What, what's their high water mark? Getting to the wild card round mm-hmm. of the playoffs, that's it. I would move on. The better fit there, people see them as the same guy based on uh, winning percentages and all that. But in terms of uh, specific physical talent, wouldn't Joe Flacco be a much better fit in Cincinnati could than be. Andy Dalton with that could big be. arm of his? The other one I could see Cincinnati taking is John Ryan. Ross and A.J. Green. If A.J. Green's come comes back all right with Joe Mixon behind them, now, now we're talking. Play action, that's Joe Flacco. Play action with Mixon, throw it deep. Ryan Tannehill's um, first quarterback coach in the NFL was Zach Taylor, who's now the oh. Cincinnati Bengals. If we're talking about relationships, that okay. would be one that would make sense. Denver Broncos. I think they think I think they take a quarterback right up top. I think Kyler Murray makes some sense. I think there. Murray would make some sense. I think Lock defense would make some defense sense. dominant team. Yep. They don't have a good offensive line. That's kind of a good fit for you in the short term. A guy who runs away from pressure, who makes plays with the legs, diminishing then the impact of the offensive line that is, like I say, poor. You pair that up with with, with what should be a good defense again in 2019. I like that fit. Anyone else there? I would uh, say Drew Drew Locke just because of his giant arm. Maybe Elway sees something of himself in in – in him. Sure, I think Elway is dying to hit on a quarterback after yeah. missing so many times that he's just like, I have to hit on one. I have to get one guy. Who's and five foot nine, Kyler Murray feels like a roll of the dice, eh? Right. I think so. And Drew Locke, there's a comparison. I know it's way too early for this, but like Drew Locke's been compared to Matt Stafford already. So Elway might bite on that. Although there's another rumor that two teams in the top 10 are high on Haskins, and part of me does not think it's the Giants. So. Who knows what Denver's up to? I just, we got to get over this nonsense. How many times uh, this is the same? It, it, it really is the, the, whatever the definition of insanity is that I don't remember what it is, but doing the same thing over and over again to get different just to results. Find it. Right. That was it. Right. 
This thing of like, so wait, the Giants are going to keep Eli, but then they're going to draft. They're going to use the seventh overall pick to draft his replacement instead of making their three and 13 better than what it was last year. That seems loco. Choose no. Eli or the kid. One or the other. Don't no. don't do both. That way. There's I, that, I that's think nonsense. That makes, that makes total but sense. Eli, yeah, no, I mean, it doesn't. It not sure does. in the 21st century. Who does that? Nobody it, does that anymore. Or it doesn't work if you try to do that. We'll put Joe Flacco in there so that Lamar Jackson gets his feet wet. Why? Don't do that. Get rid of Flacco and put the kid in there. They would have been better off at the start of the season I, I that way. I don't see that way at all. Baker Mayfield. Let's. Well, but we also we, we brought in we brought in the on. vet Tyrod Taylor. Why? What, 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 what point did that serve? And it worked out. He sat a couple weeks and then Tyrod was. It did work out. Up, they might have gotten. The playoffs. You don't. Oh, come on. I mean, Baker was in games that he lost too. It just they gave him a couple extra weeks. The best case scenario for the Giants, he draft Haskins. Eli plays pretty well, and they somehow win ten games and maybe sneak into the playoffs. Worst case scenario, Eli is way worse than he was last year, and you have to you know put in Haskins as a starter way earlier than you want. I mean, he's only played one year at Ohio State. I think it's it's the perfect scenario too because Eli has already shown he's been open to teaching quarterbacks. He tried it with Loletta. He tried it with Webb. Like he's okay with doing that role okay i've heard that it would make sense for Derek carr to pair up with john Filippo. i will ultimately defer to what bucky and dj know they're tied in pretty good with the jags so i would think that they know something if they're saying that however tom talk about relationships tom coughlin doesn't want eli manning that's the perfect fit easy peasy set it in uh set you know put put the hall of famer in there under center and get alongside that great defense now that now you're cooking with gas and the giants in return they get at worst let's say a second round pick maybe they can get a first for the hall of famer maybe that that'll do it i don't what are the giants doing jacksonville has two giant former giant o-line replacements that the giants got rid of like with Eric Flowers, like they they're they're bad. Like and, and Eli was third in the league, I believe, and passes to the running back. Okay, Leonard so Fred trade down in the, the draft and t- you flip that seventh Eli's overall the- pick or sixth overall pick and get uh, get use it to get a couple offensive linemen. Uh, I think that Eli's in the best situation with Shermer. Likes to get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quick. He has Saquon who can catch the ball. I know, but are Jack the Giants are- in the best situation with Eli under center at this point? Saquon, but sometimes move on. I mean, it's his, over. His completion percentage last year was pretty high. He, he did not have statistically an awful season. I know. Listen, compu- let's stop with completion percentage. When when half the passes everybody throws in the NFL these days are checkdowns. If, as- if you took out all of Saquon's catches, it would still be sixty three percent, which is not. Oh, awful. Look, look at Daddy doing homework. Yeah, of course. I looked into it. Of course, of course, I'm ready. Think I just shoot my mouth off? All right. Did we cover all the teams we covered teams all there? the teams? Oh, How about Washington, the Washington Redskins? Redskins. What do you say there, handsome? Uh, I don't know. How about Sam Bradford? Let's do that. That'd be a nice mix. Maybe Foles goes there. Uh, Stays in the division. Shows the Eagles I what they're missing. So. No. I, I said Flacco there originally. Ch- I think maybe a guy like if Teddy wants to go there. Mm-hmm. One year, didn't get a contract. You know he's gonna, I could see hey, that. Yeah, that makes, that makes you, some you sense. You know that yep. Alex Smith has to come back because they paid him so much. So if he's like, okay, the Redskins had a decent kind of team. They got you know bit by the injury bug. Teddy has a good season with them. Then proves he can, deserves a contract. He's still young. I think that makes a lot of How sense. How about Eli? I don't think, the, Eli I don't think Teddy's going to I don't think How Teddy's. How would you feel about that, that would be That would be great. That would be the best. That's the best. Uh, be if Donovan best. McNabb hadn't, hadn't have been bad when he got there, that would have been. those right. stories are the best. I you betray your team like that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's fun. Eli's finishing his contract as a giant. This is probably it. Okay. All right. What's the next question, Eddie? Two is uh, what was everyone's favorite thing that we, we did this. Dave did during the Super Bowl? Did, no, the second part. Did you carry in the fo- oh, I guess you had the dinner. We did. We yeah. had steak. Oh, Crazy. the steak thing that we should mention Street about Street. that, though. Sure, that well, too many nice. Peachtree Street. What was oh, great right. about that, though, Handsome, the thing that we should mention. Oh. First of all, our wedge was divine. We had that. Yeah, this is what you We do. share. Do you if know you what have we a do? Bottom when list, we go out, we share food. Yeah. We, we, and we, yeah, we, we say, like, let's feast. Family Jordan. style because we are the DDF we say like We say, like, kings. Tonight, like kings. We really did decide we to spare eat. ourselves nothing so you ordered the wheel the whole we didn't budget. order the we wheel. we could have done the wheel but, but we that, went one better than a wheel which i've never seen before. this was the greatest so we, first of all the the proper way at a steakhouse just for future reference here's the 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 perfect order at a high-end steakhouse the bisque if you please you start off with a nice bowl yep. of bisque crab or lobster or otherwise doesn't matter well both next up give me the blue cheese wedge you know? Blue cheese wedge, which, by the way, the blue cheese, the man told us about the blue cheese. It was, it was, um, I think, I believe uh, it was made in Atlanta. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. He told made it extra homemade special. Homemade blue cheese. Right. Blue, uh, 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 locally sourced. Right. Then you're going to a steakhouse. What are you going to order? And then you got to have a chicken. A, then you have to have a beautiful steak. You have a steak, but on the menu. But, but, what the, but Handsome said, let's get more than just steaks. Let's split some food. And I said, you know what? That You read my mind. The f- smell of fish was in the air. Right. And we said, let's, I said, you know what? I have a taste. Let, maybe we split some scallops or something. And then Handsome said. As an appetizer. Said, That's good. And I said, wait, look at this line on the menu. One step you ahead. order a steak. And then you get something to compliment your steak. Compliment, compliment your, steak. your steak. Compliment your they steak. They were offering lobster, lobster, crab cakes, scallops. So I said, compliment, compliment my steak. Compliment the hell out of please. my steak. I want to compliment my steak with with a scallop. Then they come out. It was four gigantic scallops. It was like, it was like a your, double like time. You, it was you like they gave, two plates. That was literally what like, it was. I ha- I said I'll compliment mine. I, I I like you, and I'd like to compliment you with a crab cake. Boom! It's like the size of a birthday cake. We surfed and turfed and surfed some more, and then we, we deserted. Some, and as we well. what do we do? We yeah, we're like okay, we should have some greens with this. Let's get some spinach, creamed spinach, if oh, yeah. you will. That's oh, creamed spinach man, everywhere. That was, that was that was really a high end. I Something don't know where that slots for us. What else we had? Uh, I don't recall, but I do know that it was a dessert of some. And you know what? Then the, this is this is this is what topped it off for me. They gave us a booth. Yeah, that's, that's when great. you know you've made it. Oh yeah, the booth. Yeah. So we're only two of us. Two yeah, person, so and I love. We had a table booth. for six. I was gonna say a booth for eight, and you got yeah. two guys in there. Oh, sharing, we booted it up. Food. Then I saw it. So I saw a handsome there. I saw our one, our, our, one of our favorite guys that we get to work with, Goldie. I went out for dinner with him and his lovely um, bride. We had a great time in uh, the Beltway, Beltline area. Great part of uh, Atlanta. Your Beltline took a hit. <laughs> so it did. It did. I also had a steak there. And then uh, David Feeney made his way out. He's the Patriots fan and one half of Daves of Thunder. We did a show. We did a pregame that is basically the post game of the Super Bowl because it didn't post until after the Super Bowl. But you can listen to that at uh, at your leisure there. And then guess where he and I went to to punctuate another successful Super Bowl week? Race. Race. Did you compliment your steak? I didn't. I felt like that would be too much. I right. already complimented it. Yeah. I just had a. What's I, your steak order? Do you do a fillet? A fillet. Yeah. I don't I want a lot of steak. I'm not looking for a lot of steak. I'm uh, looking for a nice, um, a nice. I go strip. Knife. I usually go New York go strip, strip, and that's what I, I that's what I did on this occasion. They tell you at the steakhouse. I always get the one that has the bone. Yeah. You know, I like the ribeye. The ribeye. Ribeye is the most marbled, so it has the most flavor. Mm-hmm. But probably I know, but healthy. I don't like. I like to eat the entire thing. I like it to be gone, and there's too much uh, meat left on the bone. Literally. Well, the ribeye has it's the T bones. You have the New York strip part of the ribeye. The ribeye has the bone through the middle of it. Is this boring, Emma? No, you remember you had that tomahawk steak with uh, Demarcus oh, Lawrence. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That was delicious. That was a great one. You you missed that time. <laughs> that was a good time, though. You don't have to rub it in. Next question. Uh, number three is the guest that I was most jealous that you guys all met while I was uh, still in Los Angeles. Is that a question for us or yeah, for you? Yeah, you? You, you have to guess multiple which one. Multiple choice. Out of the ones this is somebody who we actually met. interviewed, not somebody interviewed. who we met. There, there were... Because we saw Saquon. We saw him, but we didn't interview He's him. number... For football playing guess he's number two. I did hear that you guys did meet him. Uh, we didn't do a proper interview with Chris Long, but he, he's the best. He's man. number one. He's number yep. one football playing guest. Yeah. He is the greatest. It, I mean, fella. he won the the Walter Payton Man of the Year, and he should he he should win it every year. I agree, but more importantly, he's funny. He's good. He's a good human. No, not being. more importantly, but what a wonderful man! What a just yep. a. I, I was talking to his guy who who was who's with him at all times, and I reminded him, and he this guy agreed. He's like, "Yep, that's exactly right." I said, "In a world of guys, Chris Long is a man, huh?" Just a chick gave away an entire wow, that's salary. Quite a compliment. You know, are you? Well, gonna, I'm a guy. Are you going to climb the mountain with him? He just released the list of. Uh, no, you're not going to do. No, I see him. Big Cat has promised in 2020 he'll do it. Yeah, I will not be making any such. I mean, climb a mountain. I would. I would perish. That's good and then content, it would, though. Then it would. It would be good content for Chris Long in the promotion because because it'd be like yeah. Uh, that schnook, the potbelly guy, yeah, he died on they the hill. Ride, they he ride. died there. That's like that's what we're willing to do to bring attention to to the need for water across uh, the big blue marble. They could all ride your corpse back down the mountain. Well, that's like, as a sled. That'd be a fun kind of a ride. <laughs> like or like six people that, sitting on your bloated. Just dead use body. my belly. Just use my belly for a bouncy <laughs> yeah. house for uh, evening activity or something like that. Um, so yeah, so Chris Long. It's Chris one. Long, and I, and and non football playing guest would be uh, Paul Rudd. 
surprisingly, surprisingly over John Hamm. I know people, everyone's a big John Hamm fan, but Paul Rudd is my absolute uh, number one favorite. <laughs> He's your well, I just, one. I just feel like Paul Rudd almost doesn't get his due of, of being like the in top, the top of like the comedy actor. Like John Hamm is like everyone. It just feels like everyone loves him, but Paul Rudd like underrated. I feel like. A little bit. Well, I mean, all right. That's your perception. I mean, they're yeah, equally I mean, successful. I for would sure. Say, right. About. I mean, Absolutely. they're about on the same plane right. in terms of profile. Paul Rudd. And by the way, he's considered to be uh, a handsome devil himself by yeah. by the rest of the world. Right. I think. Right. Am, MLB. Was you, yeah. Did your face look? Is one is more handsome than the other? Uh, John Hamm is the most handsome right. guy I've probably ever seen in person. Is that true? Yeah. In in the history of your life, you've Crazy. never seen more really? handsome. No. Better than Patrick Claybon. Uh, yep. Somehow. Better than Dan Helley. Just a little bit. Better than David Carr. Yep. Wow. Did your tummy feel like Better than melting? Handsome Hank? Yeah. Butterflies. Yeah. yeah. No offense, Hank. Yeah. yeah that's Wild funny. Brett was in Atlanta. It's a shame. <laughs> that's outrageous. Yeah. Fiance Brett standing nearby. She didn't even know his name. I'd like to get a picture for my fiance. What's that? I can't remember his name. Pretty much. I'd like to lock you in a basement and <laughs> show you the pictures that I have of you. Um, on the mall. All right. So, yes, I uh, but you know, what was a fun one, too. The thing I like best is well, not my favorite thing about the Super Bowl week. But one of the cool things that you see everywhere is as handsome shuttling around on the Super Bowl field before the game. You had Kaka, right? He's a handsome guy as well. Actually. He was. Oh, his uh, his, uh, his significant his other significant others was a also nice, a nice handsome woman. Well. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I was. I looked after um, Brazilian soccer player Kaká and mm-hmm. then British soccer. Does he star, speak English? Harry Kane. Yes, he speaks good English. I thought I was going to get to um, talk to Harry Kane. Well, I tried to do it, and then you. Go, I don't know what the hell you were doing. He's a uh, Tottenham, right? Tottenham and England. <laughs> yeah. To- Captain. Sounds right. Tottenham. Tottenham and England. Tottenham. Sorry. Captain. Come on, spaghetti. I know, I got to be better. Um, be better do you want to do four oh, or the, not? The other, oh. Yeah, I do. But the best thing, is, I do. But the best thing I, uh, is when you just turn around and we're talking to, oh, we're talking to Matt Ryan, and you'll hear that in a second, is um, we're, we're talking to him, and I turn, and there's Mike Vick right next to him, and I'm like, oh, look at this. What else would you see in Atlanta but, uh, but Matt Ryan and Michael Vick? You know, talking about being quarterbacks in Atlanta, you know, you it was the greatest. They just yeah. stood there and kibitzed with each other. I felt like a fly on the wall. You know how I snap photos. There's always one player or celebrity that during Super Bowl week, you're like, oh, OK, now it feels weird. Oh, I got forgot. Two Go ahead. Times. Go ahead. Go ahead. Who? Marino. You everywhere. saw Marino? I didn't no, see him once. I'm not just, not did, just did I see him. He was everywhere. I went to breakfast. He was sitting at the next door table. I would get in the elevator. There's Marino. And I like, Marino, Marino, Marino. Get out of my face, Marino. Oh, we had the best. We'll play that for you at some point. Speaking of pit legends, uh, we were talking. That was the, the serendipity. It's like I'm talking about. Matt Ryan with Michael Vick. We're sitting on the red carpet talking to James Conner, pit hero. And who comes up but Curtis Martin. 25 years, I assume, or thereabouts, his elder comes over and says, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to say great season. And he's like, oh, you set the you set the tone for me and everybody else after you. And then I'm sitting there, a guy who spent, you know, way too much of my youth in Pitt Stadium watching Curtis Martin play. And I saw Tony Dorsett play in his senior year, if you can believe it. I don't really remember it. But still, um, you know, Shady McCoy and beyond. And we're talking them we're talking and then here comes Ironhead Hayward son Cam Hayward right behind them and we're talking about pit football that was this it was just that that, that kind right. of stuff is the is the greatest so um anyway uh what were we saying oh you Nothing. saw Marino Marino, Marino wasn't kibitz Another so he pit didn't guy. yeah he didn't kibitz that's right that's the connection all right now that you're uh on the banks of the we're three already in pit. you keep want to keep there. it with uh, ahead, Antonio Dan. Brown yeah. uh I know there's been some ugly stuff coming out but uh just to, update on that where do you think he'll end up in uh, 2019 i mean yeah we'll wait and see i mean if that report is true that he pushed a woman then uh, pushed a woman that's i mean I, we, we don't know i guess you know innocent until proven guilty but that's the police report he's not been charged with anything but uh if that's the case then i bid you good day ab thank you for your service and i uh, would hope that you're not back and i would expect that you wouldn't be where will he go i don't know now i mean that's really i mean th- this is crossed the line from being this could be the 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 missing piece for some teams or make a splash for some teams i don't know people are going to be awfully cautious i mean especially who know i mean now we're now we really are speculating but i mean if he gets suspended then that obviously is going to diminish um what uh what a team's going to be willing to give to get him so 
Yeah, that actually might. I mean, it might go from not playing this year to I've went from like another team or Steelers to my mind almost like Steelers or no one if this is uh, is all true. But anyway, I don't know. I the uh, yeah. If he's suspended, yeah. I can see him still landed with somebody, but okay. We did our uh, two early predictions for next year's Super Bowl on Tuesday with money, but so I feel like Hank is owed his. Uh, do you want to give your uh, yeah, way really early handsome. Super Bowl uh, predictions for next year? Sure thing. Uh, I'm going to say that the Chiefs will play the Rams. Oh, that's all right. That's kind of fun. Why? Because that's the one that we wanted? That's the one I That wanted. will not happen. I can, I, say, I can say here and now. That won't happen. Money said the Chargers because they pay him money. Right. Right. He said, yeah, his AFC title game was Chargers Colts. So I think he likes the Colts, but obviously he can't. Right. He might like the Chargers to vanquish the Colts, but he's just floating the Colts out there. But um, yeah, I don't know. The the Chiefs, that's just the the history suggests. Yeah, that it doesn't happen that much. But I would be sad. That they'll take a a slight step step backwards. Right. But I'd be sad if they're not, if, like, we want a, a a really good Chiefs team. They're just so much fun to watch. Next up, let's uh, yeah. Well, what was yours? They Dave? just franchised D four, by the way. Steelers. Oh, did they well, now? They, their defensive coordinator said we're happy to have him back next year. So it sounds yeah. like he will be franchised. Huh. That's one of the guys I was hoping that the Steelers would try and target with the uh, what I'm assuming is going to be some extra loot that they haven't had in the last couple of years because of some big departures. Um, I was hoping that would be I would be a perfect fit for yep. what that defense needs. But um, I said the Packers. And yeah, the Colts make a lot of sense. I mean, Dave, the Packers. Why not? <laughs> no, uh, just enough with the Packers. Enough with what? They, all right, I, I like that team. I I do too, but like I've spent too much time expecting them to be good. They're not. They they. That's they when can't they're gonna come and get you. That's when they're gonna bite you when you're what, when that? you're sleeping on them. I don't know. What coach, a division! You had that coach. It, very, it felt like a very underwhelming hiring. We'll see um, what happens. We'll see what. Yeah, I agree with that. But the but um, the thing that we'll get into is free agency and the draft goes down. But right now, what seems like the toughest division to you? That's a good one. The yeah, NFC North. West. Well, think about the North. If the Lions get a little bit better and they showed signs here and there of maybe being halfway decent, what if they and Kerry and Johnson wasn't healthy in the second half of the season? Pretty much, if that if mm. they're a little bit better than the Packers, Fair the enough. Bears' defense is is uh, transferable from one season to the next, and then the Vikings, you know, should are, aren't going anywhere. That that's a brutal division. NFC North, AFC South, I like a lot. Yep. Yeah, Colts, if the Jags come back a little bit, and the Texans. Who am I forgetting? The Titans. And the Titans. Oh, yeah, right. I'll go with the Tighten NFC up. North. Um, okay, next question. Uh, now that all teams have hired a coach, who uh, is the best rookie coach who will be this year? Go ahead, Handsome. I don't know. Um, Brian Flores of the Miami Really? Dolphins. Sounds like he's back awesome. on the Dolphins look who, look who's yeah, he's he back already. Up. He wants no, to I, give it up. No, I, I, I want to. Two weeks without being a Dolphins fan? Right. I'm, but I'm ex- I think it might be a good hire. It's got to be. Well, for me, it's got to be Freddie Kitchens. That team is is just about guaranteed. If you talk to anybody in the last few weeks, the Browns are sound like a pretty big lock to win the AFC North in 2019. Oh, you know, yeah. then the Ravens are good, and you know they feel good in Cincy. You know, Steelers will be yeah. lucky to win four games next year. It sounds like there's always a lot of proof that those guys that get hired inside because they're popular with players that always that works. always, that works, always out. works out. How can this I've get? Never, how I've can never this seen go that wrong? go wrong? How could it go wrong? Of course, well, the players love him. They love they they he's, he gives them the freedom that they desire. You know who was nice to catch up with handsome? Our mutual old pal Jarvis Landry. I had a one. You know what? You you caught up with Jarvis Landry on the red carpet, and then afterwards, I was standing there with a, a Brazilian fellow that I was, I was hanging around. No, a different guy. Oh. A, 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 a oh, guy I met him. I yeah, very nice guy. He yeah. was a fan from there who'd, who'd won tickets to the Super Bowl, and Jarvis and I got chatting. And so, I guess three years ago, four years ago, three years ago in San Francisco, Jarvis and I spent sat, Jarvis sat next to me during the Super Bowl, and I had the opportunity to introduce my son to him. First thing Jarvis said, how's your boy? How's he doing? Uh, Such a nice thing. And I love since those then, guys. Jarvis has had, had kids. He's, had, he's, he's got a little daughter and he's got a son on the way. So we talked about what it's like to be fathers. It was a nice, we had a nice, completely unrelated to football catch up. He is. He's a, he he's really a is guy. a lovely guy. Yeah, he, he, he's a, a super nice fella. And he recalled that the last time we, we kibitzed with microphones in front of us that uh, he dropped you the know, decisive piece and connect four. And I reminded him. And you didn't him, even notice that he'd beaten you. Because I was embarrassing. Because it, it, it wasn't embarrassing. It was I was doing an exhibition. 
It was extremely embarrassing. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat the, I'm gonna beat Jarvis Landry. Come on, that would have been embarrassing for him. I wasn't gonna do that to him. He did confirm though that um, that I, I asked him was that catch you made in Baltimore in Week 17 on that what would have been mm-hmm. the game-winning drive was that the greatest catch of your career? And he said, Yeah, I think it was. That one when he scooped yeah, the yeah. ball, that impossible yeah. catch where he somehow it was made down. It was crazy. That really was. Yeah. And I pressed him to try and say something about uh, Baker Mayfield, but he loves him. He swears by him, loves him. That's, well, what else is he going to say? I don't know. Might slip up. Jarvis, you know, might say something like, but yeah, he, I, kid's got a way to go. You know, good thing I, good thing 80's here, you know. Could have said something like that. He's going to slip up at an NFL yeah. right before that Baker Mayfield could have won Rookie of the Year. He's going he's gonna to trash yeah, him. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that good. I know. That was a bunch Kinda of stinkers more about out me. there. Kyle Long and uh, Kirk Cousins, I brought them up together on the on the the DDFP stand there on the red carpet, and I tried my best to make them express uh, rivalry, hatred, bloodlust for each other. They refused. Kyle Long also Jerks. very very funny and loses out to his brother as top guest, but like him saying he hates working out and wants to play video games, and he's also like the biggest looking on camera was the biggest looking guy. I think you interviewed all week. He seemed like a, just a humongous man. Chris, we, along, we can relate to that, right? Eddie? Right. Thick ass. We had a lot yeah. of thick ass talk today. I'm glad yeah. you guys got into stakes. Oh yeah. That's a you got, topic. It's yeah. a staple. I saw Vince Wilfork running around. You know, who'd be a nice first guest is for a Super Bowl 53 review would be uh, CJ Anderson. That'd yep. be, he'd be a good yep. inaugural guest for the thick cat. Normally, you have you have guys come start coming through this week. I know. I was wondering about that. Do we have any word on that MOVP? On Not yet. Guests upcoming? Not yet, but I'm sure we'll get some guys. Any of them Patriots coming through here? I bet. All Not right. yet, but they'll come through. Next question. Uh, well, now that it is off season, uh, what goals uh, do you guys want to accomplish? You know, football's you know dying down a little bit. You want to maybe for you, Dave, it's finished True Detective. <laughs> yeah, I know, maybe. Uh, Hank could build a shelf or learn I like a skill the fact or something. That, that, um, reading a book or just the idea that it's a well, I don't know, yeah, something you can get to now. It that felt you couldn't like get where to, the way uh, that you'd written it here feels like you are actually learning to read a book. Oh, um, well, as an offseason, no, I, I, <laughs> <an off-season laughs> yeah. I am assuming. Like, oh, has... maybe you could this this offseason you could learn how to read a book. No, I, I assume everyone here yeah. knows how to read. Uh, I said, when people, build a shelf. you know what's a what's an important thing, uh, handsome. When people ask questions like that, is that really what they're asking it for? So that you ask them. So spaghetti, what's your special project in 2019? I honestly season? don't. Uh, it's funny. So I don't. Maybe uh, the offseason. Uh, maybe travel to San Diego, see a few concerts. I don't know. You want to drive see a couple hours. Cons- There's a couple concert offseason. venues I haven't been to in L.A. yet, maybe. maybe. Okay. That's good. really it. That's a good mission. Look at what else Spaghetti did today. He did his big boy he, hair. He didn't wear his hat. It's not different hair. Like it's no, it's not he, do- I just, not, uh, he doesn't have different he hair. It's that he always has his hat on backwards. Yeah. That's why it's jarring. To I went to, to the uh, the gym this morning, and I had time to shower and stuff. I un- Back to the thick cast, hand up. I ate a lot of dessert last night. Uh, they <laughs> open the milk bar on Melrose near hand, where I live. Hand if, you, if you never had Momofuku milk bar, it's very good. It's a very, very good dessert place. And uh, I consumed a lot, a lot of cake. I what found did you have? I had list uh, it. I want to, I want to list. I had a slice, I love it when slice and a half list. of their birthday cake. And right. I had uh, three chocolate malt truffle balls. Yeah. So that was, it was right. too much. And then what? Three chocolate malt. malt. They make these like, uh, these like dough balls, but it was like just chocolate malt, and mm-hmm. I had three of them. They were they were big. What's a normal portion for someone to eat of those? Just one? Probably one. Right. One's definitely filling enough. I had right. three, okay. and then a slice and a half of cake. Okay. On Anything top else? Of Feels yeah. like Overeaters Anonymous. Chocolate <laughs> and uh, dark chocolate covered almonds uh, right. before, and then I had a pretty large dinner. I took a picture of it. It's on Twitter. That'd be a good. Please stop doing. <laughs> I'm the, definitely the, gonna check that out. The um, put, come on, spaghetti. Don't take pictures. It wasn't. I didn't cook. That's why I, I tweeted. It was my girlfriend cooked. For one, so I'm like, if am, I, am I allowed to take a picture of her? Creations? Oh, it was her. It was a homemade food. Yes, very yes, nice. Yes. yes. Um, okay. Well, that that's what we're going to be involving ourselves in is the game of life. You know, yeah. not just the game of football in the off season. Yeah, we'll I want to kick how, it off. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, Spaghetti's going to be doing his hair and eating fatty foods. Maybe we can find as your home base for the upcoming thick cast. It could just be that milk bar. Or Ooh, at Tama's suggestion, maybe it should go the other way and should just be at Overeaters Anonymous. Shaming <laughs> <laughs> yourselves and everyone else there. Neither a bad idea. The Milk Bar actually does have a kitchen. You can create your own, like you can ba- build your own dessert, essentially. They have classes there. Well, that's a great. I, that's I good mean, for you. I love to go and build That's like something. complimenting your steak. It's like, I like a little bit of that. It always tastes better when you 
do it yourself. I see. I go the exact opposite of that. Really? I, I think that's why I really ultimately, and it all ultimately goes back to what pleases me most. I find that cooking um, that tastes worse. I don't like how it tastes. I don't want to know what's it. I'm, I'm the opposite of Parcells. If I'm cooking the meal, I don't want to know what the ingredients are, something like that. Well, no, but you're, you're, if you're eating them, right, you right. don't want to know what that the ingredients are. That fell apart. Are, the metaphor the fell apart. Or do the cooking. MOVP, what are you going to improve in 2019 here? I'm going to continue writing, that's for sure, in the offseason. Okay. Write some more scripts. Great. Yeah, work that's on my it. comedy writing. Yeah, that's, work on, d- uh, that's it. You and uh, Ham going to hammer out the details yeah. of, uh, of your How project. How gets released. Yeah. <laughs> New pilot for yeah. him. That'll be good. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, see, that's Starring beneficial. Like a live action version of Netflix's You. <laughs> Just trapped in a basement <laughs> in a glass box. Handsome anything off. you're working on? Well, you know what? I was going to say something different, but actually, after that last discussion, I want to make the thick cast not just be a uh, a fun you know, conversation, but actually a reality. I That's love that idea, sure. and That's... you have my full support here Would and now. Would you like to be our first guest? I mean, I don't know how I apply, but I don't know exactly what that's supposed to mean. You can just some other the, people just I can rank fruit. send your yeah. way. I mean, yeah, but that's not really what you're yeah. about. You don't want my... No, my, we don't. Fruit. You don't want to hear about my healthy fruit. lifestyle, yeah, you know? Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, we'll see what happens. i got to figure it all out here. I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know when I think of something. Okay. I'll put a pin I in do it. have a great idea for a children's book. I'll tell you off the air because I really do think it's a great idea. Perhaps I'll do okay. that. Lastly, uh, spaghetti. Uh, now I wanted to give you guys the opportunity uh, on February 7th, very early before the next football season, to give one bold prediction. Could be a team that turns it around completely, a team that totally falls off. Uh, it could be a big trade that we don't see, kind of like how last year Cleo Mack was moved. Maybe a draft selection that surprises you, um, a player retirement. Uh Coach retirement, anything of the sort. So right now, make your prediction so you look smart uh, come September. Handsome, I'm going to start with you because nothing comes to mind. Yeah, exactly. that's great. That's, that's the, I good, that's the power I, you there, By the way, the thing that everybody does in the off season that will uh, gain steam is that we get closer and closer. It's, what are we, 215 days or so away from kickoff? Um the uh, people, what team's going to go from last to first this year? There's some juicy names in the mix this time around. What did Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh was third. No, Pittsburgh was, yeah, they're the, they're the second place team. Yeah, yeah, right. The Bungles, the, who was the last place in your division? Was it the Finns? No, it was the no, Jets. The Jets. Jets are an interesting one if they go and get, let's say, Levy and Bell. Were the Packers, it was the Lions in last place in their division. Your guys, Spaghetti, the Giants were last place, weren't they? Uh yeah. yeah, that's an that's an interesting yeah. one. That that'll gain some steam. I just bought you. Thanks. Thirty eight seconds. Uh, mine is that the Patriots don't win the AFC East. Do you feel that that's a legitimate prediction, or are you just saying it's, that to say it? I I think it's a legit. I think it's has more legitimacy than it's had before. That sounds fun. Spaghetti. I can get on board with that. Um, I think Gronk actually will retire, and if that's not bold enough because it's been talked it's about, it's definitely retiring. Um, I'm sorry, Hank. Uh, I think lately the, the Rams might move on or trade Todd Gurley. That's going to be my ball prediction. I think the, I like that. That's the, a good one. The weirdness coming tough. from is the injury and stuff and seeing what they could do with CJ Anderson. They can go get a back later in the round. He costs them a lot of money. They have some, you know, free agency questions. They're going to move on from Gurley. Trade him, you think? Yeah. Do you have any reason to think that, or is this pure reckless speculation? No, I mean, th- I'm just putting like context clues together. Uh, you know, him not playing down like in, in the Super Bowl when it mattered the most. Uh, the injury thing seemed to be not the case. The money cost depends on how they can get. Uh, if they lose Tlaib and sue guys like that, Joiner, it's like, well, we could either sign guys to to fix our holes, and we can kind of just we they just showed that with CJ Anderson, a guy who didn't have a team a month and a half ago, could fill it in his spot. Uh, so maybe that's uh, a thing they think about to get back to the promised land next year. Weird. I think that team is very likely to regress one way or the other because with Gurley or without, they're they're going to lose some of those high end pieces. They went all in yeah. to try and mm-hmm. win it in 2018. Emma VP, any bold predictions? I I think the Patriots organization is just going to hang it up. Oh, oh, so yeah. that would be wild. They, yeah, that's like, okay. well, they can't win a, the North. Bold and, one I mean, me, if they can't yeah. win the East. I yeah. like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, I'm excited for uniform stuff this year because the Ooh. Jets are getting new ones. I'm go- I, I predict my bold prediction is I'm going to be I'm going to be terribly disappointed <laughs> by that. Do you know what? My bold prediction for, r- with regards to that uniform is that if the Jets get it right, 
they could win my affection as the best uniform in the NFL. I have a huge affinity for green, but they managed to screw up the green that they were wearing compared to mm -hmm. their 80s green. Oh, yeah. If they get it right and they do something nice with a jet, I could easily be won over that that's the best uniform. But what if I tell you this little bit of news? It seems as though it's going to involve a third color, the color gray. Then I... Then I'd be. I'm. All I'm saying is I'm willing to wait and see. Okay. But I, but I, if they go with the real the '80s green, which the Eagles used to have as well. Right. The, that just by itself. That's if that's they do the color gray, I though. Like the most. My the concern for them too. is with the with the writing with the jet. With yeah. The Funny that Spaghetti oh. considers that the old helmet when in fact what they're wearing is, is the actual, actual old helmet. helmet. Yeah. That's the old helmet. Then in the '80s they wore that jets like uh, you know yeah. slanted which jets better, look. Right. Which was better. Then they that's went back to the old one and the and dulled the. The green. I think the logo itself is better. That 80s logo is better, but I like the white hat uniform much sure. better with the white but sleeves. But not the green not the green they wear now. The old green is that dark the green. Kelly, now. Yeah. Like whatever it's called. That's yeah. like that. A not so little birdie told me as you know, one of one of my main uh targets in uniform reparations mm -hmm. is for them to go for the Eagles to go with that 1960 getup. You know the that Kelly green that you speak of with the also with the spread wings on like the, well they always have that spread wings yeah, but, but they better. look gra grander when they don't put a third yeah. when they don't put an outline around mm -hmm. it. I've heard that they might wear those at some point soon. Look at this, handsome. You said you had to be out of here by uh, in eight minutes, and I said we well, don't worry about it. We're not come anywhere close to it. But now we're we're right Wait, up against. You, so you said another team might beat the Jets and the. I think the Eagles. I think the, oh, Eagles, the Eagles might yeah. announce that they're doing. So I don't know if that that'll be their permanent get up mm -hmm. or what. But I think that they are finally going to do the right thing there. Seahawks, you need to get on board and go with your 1976 getups, the black shoes, the gray helmets. Did you right. give a letter grade to the Titans from last year? Yeah, I said I needed the see it in person i said i don't think two years from now we'll look back and say that was a good move i actually like them they're fine they're fine it's, is what fine. They are. it's, it's exactly c. right it's a c really yeah. 16 16 games c the in person the silver the the shiny silver face mask looks cool but is it really ultimately like i say two years from now people will see highlights of the titans with steve mcnair and so on and people say man they should go back to those uniforms you watch that's yeah, that's true um, all right, that's it for us. But no, it's not it for us. That's it for Handsome Hank, because right now, here comes number two from the I Atlanta Falcons. I can stick Falcon. around for Matt Ryan? You can stick around, but uh, spoiler alert, I already had the conversation. So you, if you have any questions, too late, you know, because okay. it's done with. But um, here, I, I love, I just, I don't think I thread the needle with it, frankly, but you'll hear my conversation. I can't really put it into words. I, I can't get over what it must be to be that guy to be any of those 32 guys where everybody loves you, but then they also hate you and they're, oh, it went wrong. Yeah, it's your fault. It's more, it's that guy's fault more than anybody else that was disappointed. We talked 28 to three. We talk, uh, we talk, oh, I also finally get to share with him my important um, uh, realization about that the four cube. Well, listen to it. I'll tell you, you'll hear yeah, it now. Why am I going to tell you about it? You'll I'm hear it right now. Out. Here he comes. Number two, Maddie Ice. Oh, that's Dave Damashek. They are on the, in my Jolly Rancher power rankings. They were number one, and Green Apple was it's number two. two, and then Cherry I think was three. Does it? It doesn't matter after Green Apple. I I mean I hear you. You're like how far <laughs> down the list are we going to go? We're what talk, else do they make? I can't. Yeah, we're talking about grape? the best in the business. Yeah, they do make grape, and it's not very good. But who is very good is number two from the Atlanta Falcons, the uh, the regular Pro Bowler at this point, one of the best in the business. It's Matt Ryan. What's happening? Not much, man. Happy to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to see you. And the first thing that strikes me, it is weird when I see athletes in person and out of uniform, out of that context. Man, you're tall. <laughs> you know? Thank you. You really are. I, I'm assuming that's a compliment. It is a compliment. And what's further, I'm sure you heard of the report or the research thing or whatever they did where they studied the facial oh, yes. uh, characteristics of QBs and you were determined to be the perfect looking quarterback. So, How did that sit with you? Sat well. Yeah. I don't uh, necessarily agree with them, you but I mean, don't I can't, be, but, but I could like, weird. I'm not going to be weird, but I could like use it if I wasn't married, that could be like a, you know, did you my know? face is symmetrical. That would be a weird thing to, to pitch to, to <laughs> a, a potential, a hypothetical lady would be like, 
hey, I don't know if you know, but I'm handsome. Like yeah, they would take a look know at that it. or they wouldn't, right? <laughs> I guess. I yeah. guess they would. Hey, tell us about uh, this uh, limited edition of uh, Gatorade flavor. So I've, I've partnered up with Gatorade for a long time, but this year is pretty cool. They've made uh, a limited edition Peach Blitz mm. flavor, and I got to try it. It's really good. You got to take it home for your son. I will. I will. And Peach, because that's the flavor, and Blitz, because you do football. You nailed it. Yeah. You know, they're paying homage to, to the great state of Georgia, the Peach State and the city of Atlanta, which is cool. And I appreciate them doing that. But uh, the Blitz portion of it, you know, it just, it went well. Have you, well, I look forward to, to drinking it sooner rather than later. Now, have you ever considered the fact that the NFC South in the era of four team divisions, I am almost 100% sure you have in the division, Cam Newton, number one, you wear number two, Jameis wears three, and Drew Brees wears nine for a grand total of 15. No one, no division has quarterbacks with that combined low a total of quarterback numbers. Have you ever thought about it? I have ne- <laughs> never thought about Weird, that. Weird, isn't it? Ne- it is. 15. One, Try two, three. Patrick Mahomes by himself has the same 15. number as you guys. Done. Right? That is, uh, when did you do this research? You know what? <laughs> it just came to you? That's like one of those things. That's like you, like, picking up the blitz. I, I just relied on natural ability. That's like what I did with that. It's well done. Thank you. It's well done. Um, why two? Why two? So I wore number two when I was in high school. And the guy who was killing it in college at the time was Tim Couch at Kentucky. <laughs> Tim Couch wore two. And so I think I was in, like, eighth grade or something. I wore number two. And then I wore it in college. <laughs> you have to be the only man on the face of the earth that was inspired by Tim Couch, man. By, by UK's uh, Cow Mummy. I think Hal Mummy was was calling plays <laughs> for him. They were slinging it, throwing it everywhere. So I remember that was that was that. And then I went to Boston College and got number twelve. And so when I came to Atlanta, I was going to wear number twelve, but Michael Jenkins mm. had the number. So I was like, you know what? I'll just go. I'll, I'll just go back go to two. two. And now you have surpassed, I, with all due respect to Mr. Couch, you've surpassed your hero and become <laughs> the greatest two in pro football history. How does that sit with you? There's no, I mean, uh, that's the savvy move that I give you to You got to take a number that nobody else has that's worn. That's right. Let me tell you something. Mike Daniel, 76. I've told him, like, by your second season, you were the best 76 Auto. in football history. Good player. Alvin Kamara, 41. What? Terrence Newman, maybe? Like, I mean, come on. You're the you're going to go down as the greatest. 41. This is really – I'd never considered that when I chose number you two. You thought you were going to come out and be dropping knowledge on everybody, but instead, Matt yes. Ryan's the one learning today. Yes, I am. I've learned a lot. Tell me this, though. Here's, here's my thought. For years I've been saying it's weird to me uh, that in a world of 7 billion people that we can't – collectively figure out 32 guys to successfully play quarterback in the NFL. It seems weird. Like, there's a lot to choose from. We can't get 32 of you guys to do it. But all of a sudden, I think we're just about there. Do you think that the state of QB and pro football is, I mean, there are like three or four spots that need to fix uh, teams around the league that need to fix QB, and otherwise everybody's all set, huh? It is. I think it is really good right now. I think there's a lot of from the you know age gap down, older to younger. There's a there's a lot of good quarterback play in the league right now, and I think you're seeing that with the production of numbers and stuff like that. So, but the scarcity of of finding them is good for job security, you know. Yeah, I guess that's a good point for you. <laughs> um, what is it like? I I just I I love the the human side of it, and it's a situation that you know, few human beings have ever been in with the, to, to the magnitude that you are. And I don't want to bring up uh, 51 to you, but, you know, the, the highs of being the city's hero and taking the team to the Super Bowl and then carrying that with, do you feel bad when, when it doesn't work out? Is it, is it, do you, are you angry? Do you, do you, are, is your, are you empathetic? Like, I'm sorry, city, or, or is everybody slapping you on the back? You're still our hero. I, what, <laughs> what's that mentality like? It's all of it. You know, it's like, it's like everything you mentioned. There's a lot of people who have been incredibly supportive. There are a lot of people who are still pissed. I'm still angry, but I've gotten past it, too. Like, there's a lot of different emotions that, that, that you have coming so close to getting it done. Um, the biggest thing of all of it, though, is 
being there, it makes you want to get back mm -hmm. and it makes you want to be there again and, and have another opportunity at it and win it. And so that's kind of, that's more so than anything what, what that game makes me feel. I'm not trying, I'm really not trying to pick at the scab there, but for real, how do you get over that and, and come back the next season? And by the way, just for, so I want you to know, Matt Ryan, if no one else has told you this, the, your comeback season after that was just fine, and people acted like, oh, the Falcons, what happened to them after they lost that Super Bowl? You just about beat the Eagles in Philadelphia in January, and people treated that like, oh, <laughs> something, they better fix that team up. I thought, what, what, did, uh, what did the world miss? You guys bounced back nicely, I thought. I thought so, too, and, and I mean, the only thing that would have been better is we would have beaten the Eagles, won the next week, and won two weeks later. I mean, it was a year that, unless you were going to win every game and just roll right through to the Super Bowl, nothing would have been a good, you know, good encore to, to what we did in 2016. So um, I thought we, we handled that well. I mean, people talked about Super Bowl hangover all the time. Yeah, I thought, right. I thought we got past that. Right. You know, you, you we won games. Won a big time we beat game. L.A., which is a really good football team yeah. in L.A. We had a couple chances from inside the 10 to win at the end of the game against the Eagles and fell a little bit short. And last thing, what do you make of the, because I think it's legitimate in the 21st century, and I feel like the, the uh, Seahawks were a little ahead of the curve on, it's nice when you have a good QB on his rookie deal versus once the guy gets his big second contract and how that kind of compromises the overall depth. Do, do you feel that way? Does that matter to you? Do you think, well, if I were a GM, I, would, uh, I, I wouldn't be handing out uh, a deal like that. I mean, how many guys are worthy of that kind of loot? Well, you know, I, I think that the, the salary cap structure is about to change. Uh, as the next collective bargaining agreement comes along, I think that is going to increase, you know, pretty big. So hmm. the percentage of what some of these new contracts um, at the quarterback position are going to be as you move forward into year two or three of your deal is not going to be as much of a hit as maybe it was earlier. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. They're they're paying them, and uh, you know, it, it's an it, important position. I I would say perhaps even the most important position. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, I'm I'm fascinated by it because of the the gravity, the the pressure that that you have to put yourself through and to feel it, whether you try and tune out the noise and everything. It's it's really remarkable stuff. And you know, it's a weird thing that the human uh, experience is uh, soldiers who fight overseas they feel nervous for you like it should be the other way but <laughs> they shouldn't but that kind of pressure i i admire anybody who can go through it and uh, be uh, as apparently breezy as as you are as you deal with it all you seem pretty grounded it's always breezy yeah, yeah. Well, it's because partially because you're tall all right <laughs> go off into the day matt ryan go talk to everybody and uh and have a grand time and we'll look forward to seeing you at a future super bowl all right perfect all right appreciate it Dave. and then i'm going to ask you again there is if it's a about 51 <laughs> no 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 or you're not going to be mad about that are you no i've gotten over it oh yeah you told me you got over <laughs> it all right there he goes number two everybody dave De -da 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 -dum -dum. dave all right, that's it. That was great, Dave. Well done. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. Good work. Jason. And uh, thank you, Eddie Spaghetti and Emma VP, for your nice list there. We have more stuff coming up for you. Still to come from the Super Bowl in the coming days, what else, Emma VP? A splendid and uh, extended conversation with, uh, with Derwin James, number 33 of the L.A. Chargers. I suspect that this guy, hear me now, handsome. This is a good question. Who will be... When we look back, who's going to go down now with one year's information under our belts? What guy drafted in 2018 will go down as the greatest of them all? I think it's him. It could easily be him. Okay, but you could also go Saquon. You could go Bake. I would say him or Bake. Go Saquon's going to have a short career. No, that's not so nice. I just said that. He has a big tuchus. He has the biggest tuchus in thigh since uh, I met Sidney Crosby. That's the, the only <laughs> rival. Um, spaghetti. He's got it. He's going to go sick. One. Mm, no, just to not be a homer. Uh, Quinn Nelson won. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. Emma VP. Patrick as well. Saquon. Saquon. All right. There it is, uh, everybody. Another grand episode of the DDFP proof that, like I said, last uh, the last show we did. We're still here. 
We're gotta, still here. I'm copywriting. We're that. still here. Before anyone else gets that, I want to copyright. We're still here. Right. That's what. That's the DDFP motto for the offseason 2019. Because like it is every offseason. Yeah, we like talking about football. But the offseason is Damashek season. Handsome's along for the ride. So's MOVP and Spaghetti. Then slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 